Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Welcome to The Bad Broadcast. I'm your host, Maddie Murphy. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to a little bonus episode of The Bad Broadcast. Um, I am doing this at a really weird time. So if you hear Matt, it's because he's cleaning the kitchen. Hi. <laughs> like 10 feet away from me. I'm almost done. <laughs> but I really wanted to do this episode and just get it out to you guys because I have a lot of thoughts. We are doing kind of a sun or selling sunset recap. I'm going to let you guys know all of my thoughts about each character. This is going to be a quick little, quick little episode because I know not everybody listens to it, but I want you guys to always tell me all of your thoughts on selling sunset because I binged it in about a day and a half. I would say a week, but it was a day and a half. I really, I really went for it. I love reality television for a lot of reasons. I do not like reality TV haters when people say, well, it's just all scripted and it's just all like, yeah, but it's entertainment. We don't say that about movies. We don't say, well, it's not entertaining because it's scripted. Like, yeah, reality TV is a little bit contrived, but that's what makes it entertaining. I love anything that furthers the narrative that women can be cool, hot, fun, and rich past the age of 25. I like that. That's why I like Housewives. It shows these 40, 50, 60-year-old women absolutely thriving. And I appreciate that about reality TV. And I like that about Selling Sunset. These women are not teens, you know, making it in LA. They're established career women. And I really like that. So if things are scripted, big deal. I think it's still entertaining. So I just have the Wikipedia page pulled up and I'm just going to go through the list of, um, what's it called? The list of, char- not characters, they're humans, the list of people, and just kind of let you know, that, that's laughing at me, stop laughing at me. And I'm just going to let you guys know my thoughts on all of them. So first we have Jason and Brad Oppenheim, the twins. I like to call them the Louis Vuitton, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. They are extremely small. I'm not saying that, <laughs> I'm not saying that as a negative thing. I am just pointing out the fact that they are extremely small men. I'm not thrilled about the dynamic they have with the women. There's a, There seems to be some boundaries crossed that I would not like. I mean, the babe and the sweetie and the cuddling and the compliments. I don't know. It just seems a little bit over the top. But if the women are cool with it and the women are on board and the women feel empowered and comfortable and safe, then who am I to say? So I'm really hoping that that is how the women feel and they don't feel, um, what's the word I'm looking for? like, like degraded or like their boundaries are being crossed. I just, I hope that that, that they're cool with it. I also have heard a lot about 
how maybe the women are not real estate agents and the brothers just hire them to be the face of the company. Honestly, maybe like I kind of agree. I'm not saying (laughs) that's texting me. Stop. Um, Okay, what was I just saying? So yeah, are the women real estate agents? Maybe they have like their real estate license. I don't think that they get all of the commission that the show is saying they get, you know, when it tells you the price of the house and then how much the commission is. I do not think that they get all of that. I think probably most of that goes to the brothers and they make most of the money and then the women make like a very small percentage of it. So maybe maybe that is kind of the dynamic of the agency. Maybe they do hire beautiful women to, you know, take rich men around luxury homes. That That's probably accurate. But I still think that most of the women are incredibly smart and they've made their way. And even if they're not making as much money as we think they are, they're obviously doing very well. So that's that's good. Whatever. I am pretty neutral on the brothers. I think the one I think it's I think it was Jason who Chriselle went to to tell that she was taking a few weeks off. He was like so nice, so cool. Um, are they really like my style of person? Like, am I trying to hang out with them? No, but do they do anything hateable? Not really. So I'm kind of neutral on them. First up with the women, we have Chriselle. First season of Chriselle was not on board. I thought she was just a little bit fake. She seemed a little bit too peppy. Um, I just wasn't, I wasn't feeling her. She didn't seem like she was going to vibe with the rest of the ladies. It's always awkward to watch somebody come into a, a group of friends that's really established and come in kind of as the new girl. That's always an awkward setup. But I think she did very well. I think she's really smart. I think she's beautiful. And I think she's cool. And with her divorce in season three, I just think it presented her in a really interesting way. I think she handled it all with a lot of class. I think she didn't badmouth her ex on the reality show, which is really hard to do. Honestly, I would, I mean, I would assume I've never been on reality TV in the middle of a divorce, but I just think she, I think she does a good job. I I do. I think she's a really valuable addition and I mean, Justin Hartley, do we hate anybody more than Justin Hartley? You can't really get around the fact that he texted his wife that they were getting divorced. I mean, what, what, what is that? Who does that? I don't know. We hate Justin Hartley. We're going to get into how Davina was sticking up for him. I don't get it. I don't get why she went with that angle. She could not have thought that was going to turn out good for her. Anyways, but Chriselle, I'm very much team Chriselle. I really like her. I'm really excited to see her in the next season single. Hopefully we get to see her dating. We get to see her kind of evolve into a new person. I like her. I'm 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 rooting for her for sure. Next we have Christine. Christine, I hate. I do not like Christine. There's no part of me that finds Christine entertaining or enjoyable in the least. We always have a villain, right? In all reality TV, there's somebody who's cast as the villain. Usually with villains, you still find something about them that's either entertaining or fun to watch, or you kind of like the, you know, the stuff they stir up. You you find yourself on their team somehow. If you think about The Bachelor or Real Housewives, there's always a villain, but you kind of like them. Christine is not this way. I think there's a difference between being a woman who, quote unquote, tells it like it is, and just being a garbage person and friend. I think that Christine does not know the difference between a outwardly and 
over the top rude statement and being the girl who's just up front. Like there is a difference between the two. The the girls and the women who are just up front, they have a little tact to what they're saying. They have some intelligence in what they're saying. They have a reason for saying what they do. Christine is not that way. If you follow It's Me Tinks on Instagram or TikTok, she's the one who said this, budget Erica Jane. Christine is the budget Erica Jane. She, first of all, the, the thigh length, stick straight, platinum hair, I cannot. I cannot with it. I hate it so much. It is so 2016. Like it's not a good look anymore, Christine. On top of that, I just I just don't think she realizes how she's coming across. And she's so self-deluded and so obsessed with being like the rich, you know, tough girl that she doesn't notice the things she says come across completely idiotic. How about when Heather told her that her boyfriend bought her a cabin. And in Christine's interview, she goes, I mean, I don't even know what a cabin is. What she's trying to do there is come across too rich to know what a cabin is. First of all, you're a real estate agent. Okay. Second of all, you're a human being. You know what a cabin is. Why on earth would you take that route? Why would you try and make people think you don't know what a cabin is? It's such a strange tactic to come across as the villain. I don't know. I just, I don't like her. I don't, I don't find anything, anything entertaining about her. I don't like her style. Just because something has Balenciaga all over it does not make it cute or flattering. I just, I'm not here for Christine. Okay. Next we have Maya. Maya, I'm into. I'm pretty, she's pretty unproblematic. I don't have a whole lot to say about her because she doesn't have a really strong storyline. She's got two kids now. I don't know if her and her husband are still doing long distance. I think they might be, but she just, she doesn't have a very, a very strong storyline. Yeah. So I can't really say that I, I like or dislike her, but every time she's on camera, she seems really cool. She seems nice, normal. I think I would go to brunch with her and have a good time. That's kind of all I have to say about Maya. Next, we have Mary. Mary is my favorite. Mary is my number one. She's got my heart because in season one, I really didn't think I would like her. She definitely had the mean girl vibe about her. I thought that she was going to be really mean to Chriselle. I thought that she was, you know, taking advantage of her favoritism. I thought she was like this cougar who's married to a 23-year-old French dude. I just wasn't vibing with her. As the seasons went on, she really grew on me. I think she is incredibly cool. I think she's a great friend. I think she sticks up for people. I think she and Romaine are a great couple, actually. Romaine has really grown on me too. At first, I was like, this guy has no clue what's going on. But he's actually, you know, he's a great addition to the cast. I think he's, he reminds me of a puppy dog, you know, just cute, cuddly, there for a good time. But if he doesn't like you, you're going to know. And that's how I feel about Romaine. I like him. He and Mary are a good fit. I'm into both of them. I look forward to seeing them. You guys told me or you guys sent me the article that maybe they were married a couple years ago before the show. Great. Doesn't really change a whole lot for me. If they were married two years ago or married on the show, it's not a huge storyline. So it doesn't really matter to me, but still interesting. Next, we have Heather. Heather is on the low end for me. I don't love her. I think she's very obsessed with saying she's dating Tarek. I think she might think she's dating like an A-list celeb. And Tarek, who is on the show Flip or Flop, is maybe like a D, maybe E-list celeb. He's not famous enough for Heather to be acting like she is. I get it. He's famous. They live in the spotlight in a sense. But he, she's not dating Leo DiCaprio, you know? 
Also, her laugh, her laugh drives me nuts. Her laugh does drive me nuts, but she doesn't seem to stir up a whole lot. I felt bad for her with the Chriselle thing. I agree with her that probably that question in the interview was sprung on her and she didn't know how to react. It seemed like she she handled it fine. Um, I I didn't think that she stabbed Chriselle in the back by any means. I think she handled it exactly how most of us would, kind of just saying, yeah, we support her. She's strong. I didn't like how she got a little bit attacked for that because I do I do think her reaction was pretty normal. So Heather, yeah, definitely towards the middle for me. Like Maya and Heather are both in the middle for me, but Heather's on the low end. Um, okay, next we have Davina. Actually, let's end on Davina. Let's go to Amanza. She seems kind of rude. I don't know. I don't, I have not vibed with her yet. I haven't found myself into her. I haven't found myself enjoying her. I haven't found myself thinking she's entertaining. I'm not really here for Amanza, I have to say. I think that she she has a weird like air about her that she just seems she seems mean. Like she seems really mean. She doesn't put a whole lot of effort into the stuff that she's doing. I think she's a cool mom and her kids are really sweet. And I think that's probably where most of her attention goes. So as far as her presence on the show, it's just not great. Her edits haven't been very great. I think she comes across in a, in a weird light, but I don't know. I just, I haven't vibed with her yet. I'm hoping she's on more so I can kind of get to know her a little bit more. But as of right now, she's definitely in my lower tier. And then of course we got to end on Davina. Davina is the worst. We hate Davina. I know we all hate Davina. Davina and Christine are like Regina George and Caddy Heron. Davina is irrelevant. Well, irrelevant. First of all, she's never sold a house. She has that $1 billion listing that's never going to sell. I don't even know why they keep her on staff. But that final episode at Christine's wedding when she's in Chriselle's face and she's saying, well, isn't there two sides to every story? I mean, what about his side? What about uh, Justin's side? Blah, blah, blah. And Mary is fiercely defending Chriselle. That's really when I fell in love with Mary, by the way. Davina clearly is grasping for a storyline. She doesn't have a lot of airtime. She's not killing it in the probably ratings department. She doesn't have a lot of Instagram followers. <laughs> like she's just not interesting and people don't care about her. So because of that, my theory is that she thinks that siding with Justin Hartley is going to get her some clout. Like she thinks that if she, you know, sides with the person who's more famous, it will somehow benefit her down the line, which I can't imagine that it will because she's so unlikable. I mean, she really is just deeply unlikable. And I can't, I can't imagine that they keep her around because, like I was saying earlier, a good villain adds something to the storylines. You know, she has a purpose for what she's doing. Davina is like Christine in the sense that they're unnecessarily mean. And I don't enjoy them. I don't enjoy them at all. So let's go to my rankings. I'm going to rank all these people, not the guys. So Romaine, Jason, and Brett, I'm leaving out. But I'm going to rank the women where they stand right now after all three seasons. So number one is Mary. Two, Chriselle. I love those two. I really do. 10 out of 10 would have a slumber party with them. Next is Maya. Then Heather. Then Amanza. Then Davina and Christine are probably tied. I don't know. I hate them both so much. They're so, so, so mean. I'm not here for it. 
Um, okay, so there's my quick little thoughts. I know this was just like a rapid fire, rapid fire episode, but I wanted to get them all out. I wanted to let you guys know where I stand on everybody. Please let me know your thoughts on Selling Sunset. Slide into my DMs, my email, whatever. Let's pray season four is announced soon so we can keep this train rolling. And I will talk to you guys on Monday. Have a good weekend. Bye. Bye. <laughs>